How's it going, everyone? And welcome back to another episode of the Clips or Die podcast. I'm your host, Brian Dirty Sanchito, and man, it's good to be back. I know it's been a little bit of time since my last episode, and really, there there wasn't really much going on as far as Clippers news goes, and I really didn't want to just create, you know, new episodes just to create them. So uh, it's been a couple of weeks. We have a couple things to talk about that I find pretty interesting, and so I just want to go ahead and update you guys with that info. Um, there was something that happened this last week, uh, and by it, I mean a trade. Uh, that happened. And no, it wasn't the Clippers that traded for anyone. It was the team across the hall, uh, the Lakers. Uh, They actually went ahead and made a trade for, uh, well, a former uh, Clipper fan favorite um, in Patrick Beverly. And um, if you know, you know, if you've been a Clipper fan for the last couple of years, you know what a big impact Patrick Beverly made to this organization. He was a part of that team with Lou Williams, uh, Montrez Harrell, um, they were the, they were that team that really battled up against the Warriors and, and, and they were truly underdogs. They weren't able to beat them in that series, but they really put up a fight. Um, and I think, uh, without, you know, that team, uh, really, I don't think there was a good chance of us having landed, uh, Kawhi Leonard or Paul George in the following summer. So with that being said, Patrick Beverly was traded to the Lakers. Um, that was the big news that happened. Um, I personally, you know, it, it bums me out really, you know, I'm super bummed because Patrick Beverly is one of my favorite, uh, Clippers players. Um, but you know, it, it is what it is at the end of the day, he was traded. There's nothing he can really do about that. Um, and so this is really, I think got the, the Clippers community really split down the middle. You got people that, you know, absolutely are hating on Patrick Beverly for this. Um, you got people that have been hating on Patrick Beverly since he left. It's fine. It is what it is. Everyone is entitled to their opinion. Me personally, I still love Patrick Beverly. Um, I think that he's a great player. I think he's super undervalued, um, super underrated. Um, you know, there were jokes that were going around at how Patrick Beverly tricked y'all. That was one of the things that was going around uh, a couple seasons ago, I believe. Um, and really, I mean, I think that he's a great player. Um, he's brings great energy. Um, he's defensively Mr. 94 feet, right? So he just puts in the work and uh, he's a dog. He's going to go out there and he's going to fight every single possession that he's out there. Um, so with that being said, yeah, he was traded to the Lakers. The Lakers traded for him. Um, I personally, like I said, I'm bummed out. Uh, it's going to suck to see him playing with the Lakers, um, especially knowing that the Clippers are actually opening the season playing the Lakers on October 20th. So it's going to be a very interesting game. I think it's going to be a very high energy game. Uh, The atmosphere is going to be absolutely crazy. I already know that. It's going to feel like a playoff game. I'm almost positive of that. And Patrick Beverly is really going to try to egg people on 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 our team. Uh, He's going to try to get the crowd going. Um, I'm really interested to see how how that game goes. I'm I'm excited for the season, honestly. I'm really, really excited for the season. interested to see that game and see who he gets, you know, which, which player on our current roster he gets under the skin. Um, I'm thinking maybe someone like Marcus Morris, who, you know, he's known to getting into trouble, technical fouls and whatnot. Um, I think that he might be a player that he tries to kind of egg on and try to try to get under his skin. Uh, another player, maybe Paul George. But, you know, at the end of the day, um, I think they're all friends. Are, are all of our Clippers players, maybe not all of them, but there's a, a lot of people on the Clippers roster 
um, that I think are, are really good friends with Patrick Beverly. And so at the end of the day, it's all just basketball while they're on the court. Yeah, they're going to talk trash and whatnot. But when the game's over, they're still going to be homies. And, and that's just what it is at the end of the day. So um, a lot of Clipper fans um, were really just upset with Patrick Beverly kind of acting like he had chosen to go to the Lakers, which I don't really understand. Um, I understand, for example, people not liking Patrick Beverly after the whole playing game with the Timberwolves last season. And he was celebrating, going crazy, acting like he had won the Larry OB, uh, when in reality it was just a playing game. Um, and the, tr- the trash talk that he was talking about the Clippers afterwards. But, I mean, it is what it is. Um, that's just who Patrick Beverly is, man. He's the guy that you love to have on your team. You don't want him to be on you – don't you don't like him when he's on other people's team. That's just who he is, and I think that's why Clipper fans loved him so much. But, like I said, I, I understand people not liking him after that playing game. It's completely understandable. But what I don't really understand is the hate going towards him now. Uh, now that he's joining the Lakers, because at the end of the day, it wasn't his choice. And yeah, he's what do you th- what do you guys expect him to say online on social media? You think he's going to come out after being traded to a team and be like, oh, I don't like I don't want to tra- I don't want to play for these guys. I don't want to play for these bitches or, or anything like that. Like, no, he's not going to do that. Um, at the end of the day, he's the type of person. And that's how he made a name for himself in his career, that no matter what circumstance and what situation he was put in, he went out there and he put in that work. So um, at the end of the day, I wish the best for Patrick Beverly. Um, I still think that we're going to beat the Lakers um, this season. I don't, I don't really think they're going to be a huge threat. And more so, I'm just excited to get this season going and see what our current roster looks like. So um, I think the big, the big thing that I would just say to our fan base is just, you know, worry about ourselves, uh, not worry about the team across the hall. And um, yeah, I, I mean, we have a lot of stuff to be excited for in this upcoming season. So let's just worry about that. Um, so that's going to kind of wrap it up as far as that segment. Um, let me know what you guys think. Let me know how you guys feel about Patrick Beverly. Um, like I said, I still love the guy. He's still still one of my favorite Clipper players of all time. Uh, he really did a lot to change around our organization. And for that, I'll always be grateful. Uh, it would have been nice to see him come back to the, to the Clippers. But in reality, I mean, what role would he have played? I mean, we we don't need another guard. We need another center. You know, we still have that empty roster spot and then we have an empty two-way also. So I think once we get training camp going and we kind of see how our roster is going to, you know, fill up, um, we'll have a little bit more to be excited about, hopefully. But um, let me know your guys' thoughts on the trade down below. Um, Yeah. And let's get on to the next topic. So I kind of mentioned already about how the Clippers schedule was released. And one of the things that, you know, about the schedule that really stood out is that this is the first time in a really long time where the Clippers don't have any five and seven. So what that means is the five games in within seven day stretch. And I think that's going to be really good um, for our Clippers roster. Um, it's going to be really, really nice for us to, to have that um, just because we do have older veteran players and the last thing you really want to do is be playing so many games within a short span uh, amount of time. Um, so, you know, I'm really, really excited. Uh, I'm really uh, stoked for the ne- uh, this upcoming season. Um, and I think that the schedule is going to really play a huge part into how the Clippers are going to be uh, ending up in the standings as far as the Western Conference goes. Um, I really, really think that, you know, in order for us to have a successful season and have a good chance at um winning uh the championship this this upcoming season 
we really need to do good in our standings. Um, I think a lot of people don't really, you know, a lot of people don't really think that standings matter. But, you know, for once, I really just want us to really be in the top three uh, of the Western Conference. Um, I want us to have that, you know, home court advantage uh, going into the playoffs, um, be playing against the lower seeded teams, especially in the West, man. The West is going to be a freaking bloodbath. And I feel like we're saying that every season. I feel like every season we say the West is going to be a bloodbath. But it's the truth. I mean, it's honestly the truth. The West gets tough. And it feels like it gets tougher every single year. So um, I th- that's where I think that the standings do matter. Uh, and so as far as that goes, um, the easier schedule will definitely make it easier for the Clippers um, to have the opportunity to be um, a- a higher as far as. Um, the standings go. Um, with that being said, I did also see a graphic, which I'll go ahead and I'll put up uh, on the screen for those of you listening on YouTube. But um, actually, the Clippers, um, according to um, uh, Instagram user nba.n underscore depth, um, according to a graphic that was posted, um, the Clippers actually have the second easiest strength of schedule for the 22-23 season. Uh, that's second behind the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, so, I mean, to me, that's really good news. Um, like I said, I think, especially with an older team like we have, um, we definitely want uh, to have an easier schedule, especially I feel like last season's schedule was just totally, totally harsh. I think the Clippers had like the most games played before the NBA break. Um, so it was just something ridiculous. And, and with all the injuries and stuff adding on top of that, I think it just makes it really, really tough uh, when you're really trying to trying to do well and uh, trying to make it to the playoffs and, and win a championship. So I have higher hopes this year. Um, I know our team is really deep, um, which I think will allow, you know, on some of the nights that we're having back to backs, give some of the rookies some time to play. Uh, Brandon Boston Jr., Jason Preston, see how they're doing. Um, maybe we'll see Musa uh, Diabate get some time playing up. Uh, he's on our two-way contract, so he'll be probably most of the most of the season playing with the Ontario Clippers. Yes, Ontario, no longer Agua Caliente. Um, but you know, it's going to be exciting. Um, I'm actually out from the Inland Empire, so I'm going to try to check out the Clippers uh, playing against the Nuggets uh, for the preseason game. So you know, I'm just excited for basketball. Um, let me know how excited you guys are. Let me know what you guys are most excited to see. Um, for me, one thing that I've been really excited to see is Kawhi Leonard come back. I feel like a lot of the league has forgotten about Kawhi Leonard's existence, even, you know, him being gone for the last year. Um, man, it's, it's going to be just exciting to watch him play. I think back to the playoffs series that he was having before his injury before his ACL injury and guys how awesome did he play for that that Maverick series that Jazz series the parts the parts that he did play um he just looked freaking amazing man like and just like his mid-range game is just so awesome to see the way that he just hits his shots it's just it, it's truly beautiful to watch him play so i'm excited and I've been getting hyped uh, to watch him come back this season, especially seeing the pictures of him when the Clippers post it on their social media. Man, that gets me freaking stoked for this upcoming season. Like, I'm really, really excited uh, to watch him play, watch him play alongside PG. And then John Wall, obviously. John Wall, 
supposedly has been looking great. Um, I know that um, another thing that has been circulating was the, the Rico Hines uh, practices that uh, were going on. Um, you know, it was said that I believe uh, Paul George, uh, John Wall, um, Jason Preston, Brandon Boston Jr., um, forget who else, but um, there were a couple of Clipper players actually working out and playing um, with, at the Rico Hines uh, practice. And, and, you know, rumors, rumors are saying that, um, saying that he looked great, um, that John Wall looks great alongside, alongside Paul George. So uh, I'm really excited to see where that goes. Um, there are also the UCL, UCLA practices that were going on. So I don't know if I'm getting the two mixed up. Um, but, um, I know that, uh, there was footage circulating also around, um, the UCLA practices. I know Musa was there, Moses Brown, uh, Brandon Boston Jr., Jay Scrub, or I'm sorry, not Jay Scrub, Jason Preston, Jay Scrub gone. Um, and, uh, so there was footage of them, uh, circulating the practices and Brandon Boston Jr. actually looks like he's been putting on some, uh, muscle mass, which is good because he's a skinny kid, man. Like, when like when I first saw uh, Brandon Boston Jr., he really re- reminded me of Brandon Ingram, and so um, it's nice to see that Brandon Boston Jr. is putting on some muscle. I think that's really going to help him in the league, um, especially when it comes to attacking the rim. Um, it's going to help him out. But he did have a couple of nice uh, clips, a couple of nice buckets I saw online of him. Um, other than that, I mean, nothing else really stood out to me. I'm really curious as to what the Clippers are going to do with the center situation. I don't I haven't seen enough of Moses Brown to really know whether or not he's going to fill that final roster spot. But we're going to just kind of have to wait and see until um, training camp to go ahead and uh, find out who's going to get that center position, backup center. Or maybe Ty Lue's just going to go ahead and decide to go small um, for the majority. You know, when Zubak is off of the, you know, he's on the bench resting. You know, but um, I think that's that's a big risk, especially NBA injuries happen. I know Zubak is pre- pretty reliable, but, you know, knock on wood, um, you know, uh, you never know. Injuries can happen and, and whatnot. And so it's a big risk to really take uh, to not have a backup center. So I think they're really going to go out there and, and they're going to they're going to sign someone that's a center. Uh, so we just have to kind of wait and see uh, where that goes. One of the things that I wanted to bring up is if you guys have not been uh, following um, Paul George on Twitch um, this offseason so far, his username YG Trece, um, if you guys have not been following him, I definitely recommend, especially if, you know, if you're a fan of the team, um, just go ahead and give him a follow. That way you can get notified when he go, goes live. Um, he's been actually streaming a lot of his practices. Um, that he's been doing. So it's just been really cool to see him practicing, um, you know, during the off season, seeing him live streaming uh, online. He's answering questions and stuff for fans. Uh, really, really cool to see that. He's been practicing with, you know, one of Clipper legends, Jerome Robinson. You know, if, if you guys have been a fan of the team for a couple of years, you'll remember him. Uh, didn't really work out for the Clippers, but it's kind of a meme where he's he's one of the the Clipper legends, right? Um, so it's just been really cool to see Paul George working out, um, really gets you hyped up for, um, season to come. Um, he did make a comment about Kawhi saying basically that he looks great. Um, he's, he's ready for, ready to come back. So I'm really excited for that. Um, 
In other news, uh, kind of speaking about Kawhi, there's been this video that's been kind of circulating online in the last couple of days. Um, it's pretty, pretty funny. Uh, I'll put go ahead and I'll put it up on the screen if you're watching on YouTube. But essentially, it's an old video of Kawhi and he's uh, judging a, a dunk contest. And his reactions are freaking hilarious. I mean, I guess maybe lack of reactions is a better word. His lack of reaction, lack of excitement to all the dunks. And uh, in the clip, it's showing the guys that are in the competition and they're doing the dunks right. They're going crazy. They're going hard. And Kawhi's reactions, his face is just kind of blank. It, you really no emotion. It's that robot, you know, within him that's not really going to show any humanity whatsoever. Um, and then also to add to, to what makes it hilarious is that he's given out nothing but nines. So everyone on the, everyone that's completing the dunks is just receiving nines. So um, if you're watching on YouTube, I'll, I'll have the, the clip here playing. Uh, but if not, then uh, go ahead and check it out. I saw it first on Bleacher Report. So I'm sure if you go on Bleacher Report for the Clippers, uh, you'll go ahead and you'll find the video on there. But I just thought it was absolutely hilarious. And lastly, guys, just to kind of wrap up this episode, I want to talk about some drama going on on Clippers Twitter. I, false, uh, I first saw it on our Clippers Reddit. Uh, so if you guys aren't following the Clippers Reddit, go ahead and check that out. There's a lot of cool stuff on there. Um, that's how I stay informed about a lot that's going on. Additionally, on top of Twitter. But what I saw on there is basically, essentially, there's a new person that's running the Clippers, the LA Clippers official Twitter account. And uh, what was going on apparently is that they were going around and they were banning people. They were banning legit Clipper fans, um, maybe just because they didn't have stuff to, you know, they didn't like what they said. Um, I guess apparently the person that was running the account uh, was found out to possibly be a, a Laker fan uh, running the account. And so um, he had said some previous, um, you know, kind of cringy stuff. I'll go ahead and I'll put it up on the screen here. So you guys can see, but he, he made some cringy comments uh, in the past uh, regarding, you know, like Clippers players. Um, I know some comments uh, towards uh, Paul George uh, specifically was one of the things in there. And um, like comments like Clips Gonna Clip uh, and whatnot, you know, all those like Laker fan typical, you know, crap that they say. Uh, but apparently he landed a job as um, one of the or the person that handles the social media for, for the Clippers as far as the Twitter goes. And he just started banning fans. Um, I, I don't know the specifics, I'm, so I can't really say 100% what happened. But from what it sounds is, you know, people found out about this and, um, you know, the comments that were made in the past. And they might have made comments towards the Clippers account. And so they got banned. It also seems that some people maybe just got banned just because. Um, I don't really know what's going on, but that's just some kind of drama that was going on, on online. So. If you guys kind of have come across any of this, if, if the, the LA Clippers Twitter account has been banning you, let me know in the comments below. I'd like to kind of see if this is just uh, a couple of users that have had this going on or if this is something a little bit deeper than that. Um, so just go ahead and let me know in the comments. I'd really like to know. Um, and yeah, I mean, lastly, that's about it, man. Guys, I'm really excited for the season come, to come up. I, I want to have more stuff to talk about. Um, so what I'll go ahead and I'll do, um, if you guys aren't go ahead and subscribe, like this video, uh, check me out on, um, Apple podcasts on Spotify. I believe I'm on other, uh, podcasting apps as well. So go ahead and follow clips or die on there. Um, that way you can stay tuned when I post a new video. 
Um, I'll try to post another video within a week or two. I mean, really, it's just going to be dependent on what's going on in the Clippers world, what's going on in the Clippers news. I don't want to bore you guys with just boring, you know, news. I want to talk about stuff that's actually interesting. Uh, I mean, we're about a month away from from preseason, a little bit over a month. So um, once preseason starts, uh, we'll be able to talk about that at least. Uh, I, I know training camp should be coming up as well. So maybe that will give us some more stuff to talk about. So when I, there is new Clipper news to talk about, I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll post a new episode. So best way to know is to you know subscribe, uh, share with your friends, uh, follow me on the podcast apps, and that's pretty much it. Uh, I greatly appreciate all of your guys' support. Seriously, I, I love how much support I've gotten so far, um, and I really appreciate the Clippers community. Um, it, we're the best community in all of basketball. So other than that, Thank you so much. You guys have an amazing day and I'll see you guys on the next one. Peace.